Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kais. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser, positive health psychologist, also keynote and TEDx speaker, and author of the triple award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My website is The Mental Health Gym. It is your source of all kinds of information regarding rejuvenating, positive psychology, my own specific spin on it that I call goal-achieving psychology, all kinds of things related to wellness, and it's also the place you can communicate with me and even suggest guests for future podcasts. As listeners to the podcast know, our podcasts typically feature interviews with guests who have accomplished a great deal and lead their own lives enthusiastically in addition to their accomplishments and can help us to become the best versions of ourselves. Every once in a while, I do a solo episode. And as you may have guessed, this is one of them. No guest today other than me talking about a particular topic. When I do a solo episode, it's because I want to emphasize a particular topic that fits in with our overall philosophy, the goals of rejuvenating and goal-achieving psychology. And so today, I would like to speak with you about the importance of leading a balanced life. Now, that may seem like something that, you know, of course, we want to be able to lead a balanced life. You know, why do we even have that as a topic for a podcast? Well, for one thing, if you don't lead a balanced life, that's the source of a lot of stress, overload, overly focusing on certain aspects of life without having something to counterbalance it. And those who are able to lead a balanced life, and I have to say that sometimes the busiest people in the world have balance in their lives. Not everybody, but some of the busiest people in the world lead balanced lives, and that enables them to accomplish as much as they do. So I think it's very critical. I try to keep my own presentations relatively shorter than when I have a guest, but I think the topics that I cover tend to be pretty important in terms of development of the overall lifestyle and mindset that enables people to become the best versions of themselves. And this is what we emphasize here. So one of the things that I want to kind of lead off with is the fact that for those of you who have read my book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm, or if you haven't read it for whatever reasons, uh, such as felt it didn't apply to your age or where you are, or you're already doing some of the stuff, I do want to point out that the seven keys to rejuvenating really represent some of the things to aspire to in a balanced life. Seven keys are mindset, and then intellectual functioning, healthy eating. Number four is owning your body, which I think consists of exercise, 
sleep, meditation, all kinds of things to make your body run right. Next is social connectedness. Next is doing good for others. And finally, appreciating the good that permeates the world. If your life is full of activities that tie in with those seven keys, you're going to have balance. You may have to learn how to moderate it a bit, but you're going to have balance. And so I would like to promote the idea of starting out with the mindset that you are pursuing a life of balance because you want to keep your body active, your brain active. You want to be relevant socially wherever you are in the lifespan, and you want to keep going as long as you possibly can. So really the first step in achieving a balanced lifespan then is to kind of acknowledge that that's what you want and to recognize why you want it, to recognize what goes into it, that you want to be able to not neglect the way that your body works, that you want to keep your mind active, whether you continue to be part of the workforce, whether you're not, whatever it may be, that the importance of staying connected with others makes us human and so on. So I think it's very difficult to achieve a balanced lifespan unless you own the concept that it is an important thing to do. And if you own that concept, then I think a few of these principles will be very important. First, then, once you own that, is identify what areas still need to be brought up to give you that balance. Some of us may be exercising adequately. We may get enough sleep. Our bodies may be pretty good for wherever we are in the age range. Some of us get plenty of intellectual functioning in our careers or have a widespread reading habit, go to a lot of lectures, utilize the internet in various ways. But there may be, say, an absence of really taking time to appreciate or to maintain real friendships rather than just superficial ones. Again, identify what areas do you feel your life is out of balance on? Are you doing too much at work? Are you not taking time to concentrate on your body? Have you kind of neglected what healthy eating involves and so on? So what areas, because you probably are doing enough in some areas, it may be a matter of trying to moderate it, but you want to be able to identify what areas require that change. And then once you identify them, set small goals. It is easier to, for a non-exerciser to exercise twice a week than daily, at least initially. I think once you catch on to it and start to see some results in the way that you feel and whatever other contributions it makes to your health, then it becomes easier to move up those kinds of things. If you have gotten out of the habit of reading, you know, 15 minutes a day is better than setting yourself up for failure by trying to block out an hour 
a day that you haven't been devoting to intellectual functioning. It may be a matter of appreciating the good by saying that you're going to get outside, take a walk, enjoy nature, at least on one of the weekend days or both of the weekend days. Begin to show appreciation for the fact that you have friends, if in fact you do. Appreciate the fact that your children or grandchildren involve you in their lives. Take the time to appreciate that you got your taxes done on time or whatever it may be, so that it becomes important to just set small goals that you can then appreciate. And along those lines, I think that it's very important to not underestimate how difficult it may be to change. If it wasn't that difficult, you probably would have done so already, because if you recognize that your life is not fully in balance, then, you know, why not have done so earlier? But it's hard because you've got a job to do or home responsibilities or both, or you've got a home budget to maintain. If you don't overload yourself at work, you feel, feel that you may not have the job or may not have the income. The fact is, you know, being able to make small changes, however it is, is difficult. So don't underestimate that. And while we're always tending to overestimate or think in terms of going cold turkey when we try to uh, change a behavior, to go from nothing to everything, to go from no exercise to exercising seven days a week, uh, from eating no desserts to, uh, I'm sorry, from eating desserts after every meal, at least after lunch and dinner, to then giving it up entirely. You know, people who've had to change habits like smoking, drinking too much, eating too much sugar, and what of the changes that you do make. And that brings us to the next principle, which is, to own the change, you know, when you are able to look back after a week or two or three and see that, hey, I haven't had dessert after lunch. Hey, I've taken a walk three days a week. I've called a friend each week that I haven't been in touch with. I've got my reading up from 15 minutes a day to 25 minutes a day or whatever it may be, own that change. Don't treat it as if, hey, I'm still mediocre because I'm not reading as much as somebody else does or because I'm not exercising as well as somebody else does or as frequently or enjoying it as much. You had a hump to get over to get to the balance. Begin to own the change and to appreciate the fact that you have made steps to move yourself into a balanced lifestyle and really appreciate that. Now, also keep in mind that the learning process is one that involves rewards. So if you have been able to look back over a week of accomplishment or a month of accomplishment or whatever it may be, and most people feel that once you've done something for 21 days in a row, that's a real good step toward ingraining a habit. 
may not be enough. People who've gotten off of diets recognize that, but it is kind of a good step. But if you stop at any point along the way and say that, hey, I've met my dietary objectives for a week, or I've gone to bed at a normal time without any electronic devices on in the bedroom for an hour before I went to bed. And I've done that for a week. Acknowledge that and allow yourself to give yourself a reward for it. Now, this is an important step uh, because it's important to recognize the absence of a punishment is not in and of itself a reward. You know, in other words, if you're trying to go to sleep at a normal time every day, if you're trying to eat healthier every day, it may be okay to have a cheat meal. It may be okay to stay up to watch a particular show one day, one night a week. Those things are are okay. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. Because again, we're not, as opposed to some things we've talked about, we're not necessarily talking about total habit change as much as a balanced lifestyle. So, you know, there may be times when it's okay to create something for yourself that doesn't necessarily fit that balanced lifestyle if the overall lifestyle is balanced. But don't regard what you're doing as a punishment. So I'm having this cheat meal because it's so miserable to eat healthy the other days that I can't do that without feeling, you know, like I need a cheat meal. Build in the cheat meal, the idea of having a meal with no restrictions, because it's a fun thing to do. Staying out late may be a fun thing to do, even if you're trying to change your lifestyle to include whatever it may be, seven hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep, or something like that. Uh, Being able to read a trashy magazine, if that's something that that you want to do, is, is okay, not because you dislike regular reading or higher uh, level reading, but because you want to do it. I know I, this may be a complicated thing to follow, but make sure that what you are choosing to put your life in greater balance is something that you're willing to continue to do and that you want to do and that you see positive as a positive. In other words, a balanced lifestyle is not something that should be temporary. It's not something that you should see as a negative. It's not something that you should see as something that you do until you get the next chance to regress. A balanced lifestyle is something that's going to make you feel healthier. It's going to make you feel brighter. It's going to make you feel more socially connected. And if you take small steps, keep rewards in mind, Don't change from nothing to everything at one time. And be proud of the fact that you're making this change. Doesn't have to be dramatic. And that's one of the reasons for taking small steps. But if you can maintain a level of pride as you do this, your odds of continuing and making this part of your mindset, part of your lifestyle are much, much enhanced. So I hope that will give you some food for thought and more importantly, food for action. 
and looking forward to see you, you again next week when we have uh, our regular format with an interesting podcast guest who will help us to become the best versions of ourselves and lead our lives with enthusiasm. Until then, I hope you'll visit the Mental Health Gym website and looking forward to communicating with you either through the website or back on the podcast or when you visit with our sites on social media. In the meantime, I hope that you're gaining from the podcast and telling friends about it, downloading them, reviewing and rating them, and looking forward to seeing you next time. Have a good week and stay safe.